Welcome back to Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Hey everyone, today I'm going to be speaking with Rachel. She is a 38-year-old songwriter and composer. Music and champion people are interwoven in every chapter of her life, and I'm really excited about today's episode, so welcome, Rachel. Hello, thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so excited to be here. It's so good. We were just talking before, actually, about the fact that you felt God ask you to actually contact me, and I was on the other end praying that God would send me women, and so I'm really excited. I feel like this is a very God podcast and episode, so it's going to be really exciting. Before we get started, what are three go-to essentials you've been loving lately? I love to frequent people. Peter Alexander. Mm. I love the cocoa caramel candle and um, I have some gorgeous pink grandpa flannelette pajamas. Speaking of pink, any day is a good day for a Balfour's pink frog cake. They're a South Australian icon and are absolutely delicious. Probably the third thing that um, is never far from me is my pack of Uno cards and any time of the day or night is a good time (laughs) to have a game of Uno with my gorgeous girls. That's so awesome. We actually have the Monopoly deal. Have you ever had those card games? No. So it's essentially Monopoly in a card game and it is so quick and we love it. My husband and I have it next to our bed. (laughs) Ah, I have to get on that. It's so good. Can you tell us about your journey so far? I've just rolled into my fourth year of Christian ministry. Um, I'm a full-time chaplain at an extremely vulnerable Category 1 school. I run a children's choir. I'm passionate about vulnerable kids and families and unlocking leadership in women. I didn't think that my 30s would be on the front line of the church caring for lots of people and writing poetry. I thought it would be in federal government and politics. Uh, Three and a half years ago, though, my world as I knew it came crashing down around me. At the same time, I felt a calling into the church. I'm a church girl, but I wrestled and resisted, and the prospect of being on the front line of the church was just overwhelming. I thought I wasn't the type and I already had a whole series of plans. I was going to be immersed in policy and not in poetry. This was not anywhere on any page of my plans, but I took one little step of faith and obedience and opportunities and favour flowed. All the things I thought that disqualified me from being the church, I've actually discovered are desperately needed and that I'm really useful in this space. Mm. And God in his grace put um, the right people around me, the right people that saw the call of my life, uh, the right structures and relationships were built around me to develop the gifts that I do have and the things that he's needed me to do. So good. Rachel, you're going to speak about a topic today that I think actually touches so many of us because we all go through this. And what topic is that? So the topic for today is navigating new seasons. Why is this an important topic in today's society? We as a society are not doing everyday life in extended family and community like previous generations have been. And so the isolation and effects of not having that support, that nurture and guiding through the seasons of life heightens the heart. You can be amazing, but it can also be challenging and unsustainable if we're not undergirded with the right structures, relationships, habits and practices. Tell us a bit about your experience with navigating new seasons in your life. I'm still in the early stages of navigating a new season. Uh, So studying this theme has had a series of personal revelations and confirmations about structures, people, 
habits and alignment that I have in place and what and who needs to go and what and who I need to do better. I've been waiting for a new season for a really long time. After a really, really tough season of rebuild and restoration, I left my marriage because of domestic violence and there has been more heart around that than I could have ever known. I've also had a child have brain surgery, had two of my beautiful daughters who were part of our family for three and a half years through the foster care system removed and had to watch, um, you know, a whole series of things happen around them in recent years as well. I've had health issues, a career change, which has obviously involved ministry and just, yeah, a lot of loss, grief and trauma. Sometimes I've wondered uh, when the hard, horrible heartache and heartache would end and then you would start. There's probably so many listeners that are actually thinking, I cannot imagine how someone would go through that. But how did you walk through that journey? In Western world, we can think we're so clever and we really can be. There's so much that we have access to. There's so much that we can do in our own strength. When these things come, though, that is when there's a lot of things, you know, we can control that really just don't satiate us. They don't comfort us. They don't nurture us. For me, I just ran deeper into my faith and that has been the thing that has um, given the comfort, given the nourishment, given the um, sustenance and also led me through to getting, I guess, transformation and revelation and healing. I think too, sometimes you have to get fierce about the fight you have to remain until you get the revelations. You have to fight for the revelations. You have to fight for the gold. With everything, there's often a lot of hard work, mm. delays and time. But, you know, trusting and yielding and being obedient and actually being in that space, that's where those things eventually uh, spring forth. And it's worth the wait. Like, it's worth the wait. It's worth the wrestle. It's worth the fight. Keep fighting. Keep wrestling. Keep asking. Keep digging. Because sooner or later, you get peace. You get answers. You get comfort. You get your next step. How have you walked this journey? So my previous season has actually set me up for my new. Uh, during a lot of hard, I just sat nestled in tight with him, seeking him in worship, writing, prayer and rest. I've known in the times when I've been numb or aching with pain and hurt, trauma and grief, that all I've had to do is keep getting up, keep moving forward, keep being where I know I need to be, doing what I need to be doing. What I've found is that in his grace, he's always exposed me to others that are doing it way harder than I have, had worse um, domestic violence experiences, children with worse neurological problems, you know, worse family fracture um, and, you know, worse and less in the physical and financial when it comes to provisions as well. What inspired you during that time? During the hard times, I've kept things really simple and discovered that less is more, less people, less involvement, less noise, less drama and less stuff. In this season, I've never had so little and yet never been more peaceful and more content. More of him brings more peace and fighting to create space to have um, more of him has certainly brought more peace and as I navigate this new season I'm aware that the previous season has equipped me with habits and a quality of life that sets me in really good stead for my new. Mm. Rachel what does the bible say about this topic? 
there are so many verses that talk about the new. He's always, always, always doing something new. And we forget that because we have such a limited view of our lives. And his view and our perspective are really different. He tells us over and over that he has amazing plans and purposes for our lives and that there's a time for everything, including the new. He makes all things new. He says not to remember old things, that he's making a way in every single domain of our life, that inwardly we're being renewed day by day, and that no matter the season, he's always with us in every single one of our moments. So Philippians 4, 4 to 8 talks about a whole series of things that set us up no matter the season, but they're especially poignant with new seasons. Be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Let joy overflow, for you are united with the anointed one. Let gentleness be seen in every relationship, for our Lord is near. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout every day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Then his wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. Keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honourable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind. Fasten your thoughts on every glorious word of God, praising him always. I love how this just gives us those tangibles, that list of have a good attitude, celebrate, be full of joy, be gentle with others. They remember how you made them feel. Don't get distracted, pray lots, be grateful, tell him everything, focus on all things good and praise lots. Do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners before we finish today? I guess just a really big, gorgeous, keep going, darling girl. You cannot know in real time all that God is doing as you do all that you can do. And if someone hasn't already told you today, you're amazing. So great. Rachel, thank you so much for being vulnerable with us today. And I know I've been encouraged and inspired to focus on the good and to focus on God and to just keep going no matter what new seasons we face. So thank you. Thanks very much. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to another episode of Her Daily Drive. If you want to stay connected and notified when new episodes are released, make sure you subscribe on iTunes. And until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.